Welcome to episode 122 of the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. This episode is part two in a continuing series of episodes where myself and my good pal Michael Krusty come together to present you, my dear fiends, with some songs by some bands you may not have heard before, but we feel like you should hear these songs. They're amazing songs by amazing bands. You should hear them. That's why we're here. Michael Krusty, he is the person behind Krusty Media, and he's also the host, creator, producer, uh, yada yada, of the Miserable Failure Podcast. You should listen to the Miserable Failure Podcast, by the way. It is incredible. Michael's from Canada, and that always makes me very jealous. Well, just simply because of healthcare. We also have Carolyn Morissette, another amazing Canadian in this episode. And Carolyn's back with another installment of the Celluloid Catacombs. Celluloid Catacombs is mostly horror movie reviews that Carolyn does on the Bobcast once a month. This time around, Carolyn is taking us into the further with a talk about the Insidious franchise of movies. And have you seen any of the Insidious movies? They're pretty good. They are pretty good. I've only seen the very first one. They're terrifying, I think. The first one was, at least. I can't speak for the other ones yet. I absolutely love that first movie, and I watched it the other night. And yeah, I haven't really slept great since I watched it. Horror movies do have a way of kind of messing me up. I would say, though, if you're into horror movies, definitely watch at least the first Insidious chapter. The other movies, I think, are pretty good. Carolyn is going to talk a lot more about those movies coming up very soon. So I should not keep rambling on about those movies. Well, let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in this episode, what bands you're going to hear, and off we go into the episode proper. We've got 10 songs by 10 bands in this one. Michael and I will talk about each band and each song before we play them. The bands are going to show up in this order of appearance. Doghouse Rose, The Bull Weevils, Hangtime, Night Dangers, Lawless Sons, Sad Girls Club, no big deal, Parker, nothing serious, and last but definitely not least, the Riverboat Gamblers. It's quite a lineup. It's a star-studded lineup, I think. The funny thing is, all the bands that Michael's playing, they're all from Canada, but not me. I am an international man of musical mystery, yet I really am. I have one band from outside the United States, actually, and that's Parker. They're from Northern Ireland. I guess I'm kind of only a partial international man of music and mystery well whatever let's get this episode going we have a bunch of songs to listen to we've got a couple words from our sponsors type of things but first up here's carolyn morissette with the celluloid catacombs and her thoughts about the insidious franchise of movies please stay tuned everyone, it's Carolyn here from the Celluloid Catacombs. So there's nothing like a good old-fashioned horror film for a good scare, and that's what you'll get from James Wan. With his writing partner Lee Wanell, the duo started one of the most successful horror franchises ever with Saw. I still think the first Saw film incorporates one of the best surprise endings ever, and when I first encountered it, I knew it was seeing something created by someone who loved horror. After a couple of dud B-horror movies, Juan and Juanel would come up with Insidious in 2010, a ghost story that takes you to the realm of opportunistic entities waiting for a way back to the land of the living. 
As the story goes, Renee and Josh Lambert move into a rambling old house with their three kids, Dalton Foster and baby Callie. Josh is a teacher and Renee is a songwriter and stay-at-home mom. They want a fresh start in this new house since you get the feeling that things haven't been that great for the family. And when Dalton goes into the attic, when it seems like something up there draws him in, he falls off a rickety ladder trying to turn on the attic light. He seems only to have some bumps and bruises, but he won't wake up the next morning. After three months, they move the comatose Dalton home. Renee starts to see spirits in the house, and the final straw is when she sees a bloody handprint on Dalton's sheet. The family move to another home, only to realize whatever plagued them has moved in too. Seeing a horrifying entity, Lorraine, Josh's mother, calls in the help of Elise, a psychic and her trusty paranormal investigators, Spex and Tucker. Together, they tell the family their son isn't in a coma. He's astrally projected himself too far from his physical body, and spirits are ready to take his mortal form, especially a particularly nasty demon. Josh also has this astral projection talent, but he's forgotten it, and having no other way to save his son, Elise must bring his astral talent back so he can travel into the beyond, or the further, as it's referred to, to save Dalton. The film stars Rose Byrne as Renee, Patrick Wilson as Josh, Ty Simpkins as Dalton, Andre Astor as Fo Foster, Barbara Hershey as Lorraine, Lynn Shea as Elise, Lee Wanell as Spex, and Angus Sampson as Tucker. So Insidious was a horror film I was really excited about when it first came out. I love anything that deals with paranormal activity since my sister and I watch all those ghost hunting shows. This film, which if you think about it, is basic without being basic as the kids say, gave us more with the subject of astral projection. So I'm going to go off on a little tangent for a moment. I was intrigued by astral projection when I started reading a series by a writer called John Twelve Hawks. He's something of a mystery, this Twelve Hawks, notorious for living off the grid, so there's no real information on him. His Fourth Realm trilogy follows brothers Michael and Gabriel Corrigan and their handler Maya. She has to protect them from the mysterious organization, the Tabula, because the brothers can astral project. The series takes them to different dimensions because of their supernatural talents, with lots of intrigue, danger, and divided loyalties. You should check out these books for the great world-building experience and cool characters. Anyway, back to Insidious. I think The Further is a brilliant concept that pulls on astral projection since out-of-body experiences and the ability to actually project your soul slash essence slash I don't know what you would call it has been experienced by many. The military has apparently trained soldiers to do it and there are lots of people out there ready to teach you to lucidly dream or project yourself to another place. But I personally don't want to mess with it since I had an experience when I was a kid. I could see myself sleeping as I floated just above myself one night and then whooshed back to my body in a split second. It was really weird and it never happened again, but it's made a believer out of me. And also, um, if anybody's seen Dr. Sleep, that scene where Rose the Hat astrally projects gives me the willy-nillies like every time I see it. There are so many spirits waiting in the further to freak families out like the Lamberts, doing their dirty deeds over and over again like the Cranes in Insidious 2. It seems like an endless threat. And speaking of endless, a direct sequel would continue the stories of the Lamberts and their fight with spirits from the further, and two prequels focusing on Elise, Spex, and Tucker. 
I love the second film, and the other two aren't bad. One directed Insidious 1 and 2. Winnell directed Insidious 3, but only wrote and produced the final chapter, Insidious The Last Key. It's good they kept it in the family, but it feels like 3 and 4 just capitalized on the characters Winnell came up with, like squeezing the last bit of toothpaste out of the two. I do think there's a point where things need to wrap up, but the one thing I would love to see is Josh's father's story. It seems to move from father to son, so I wonder if the supernatural talent came from his side of the family. Although Lorraine, his mom, did see the lipstick demon, which inspired her to get some ghost-busting help. So there's some food for thought. And check this out. Just when we thought it was over, there's another Insidious coming, an Insidious 5. But before that is apparently a side project to promote Insidious 5 called Insidious The Dark Realms. And my favorite demon is back. I think you can find the trailer on YouTube. So I'm completely intrigued. And as I said, the further will never end. And speaking of that lipstick face demon played by Insidious composer Joseph Bishara, I straight up love slash am terrified of him. He pops up throughout the franchise, and I do mean pop. That demon has one of the best jump scares in recent horror history. It's so impactful, and I watch it over and over again with glee. Side note, I know some people hate the readiness of jump scares in film because they can be overused, but I'd love to hear what your favorite jump scares are. Another creature performer of note is Javier Botet, who plays Keyface in The Last Key. He's been around for some time, playing nightmarish visitors in Slenderman, Mama, Scary Stories to Read in the Dark, Crimson Peak, and many other horror films. His lanky frame due to Marfan syndrome gives him the ability to embody characters in a unique way. I think Insidious brought horror back to genuine real-world dread with a sick child, family history, and the supernatural. Juan has mentioned Poltergeist as an inspiration, but he really knocked it out of the park with something of his own, reviving horror, creating a name for himself and 1L, all while remaining a horror fan himself. I mean, look at the recent frenzy over his latest film, Malignant. It's been giving people life these days, and you can certainly count on him for something a little off-kilter. Anyway, that's it for me this time, and as always, thanks for joining me for another episode of The Celluloid Catacombs. Stay safe, and I hope you're all well. Bye! All right, I'm just going to say my welcome. Hello, 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 hello welcome hello. to episode 122. <laughs> you're not supposed to cut the host <laughs> off right away, Michael Krusty. And I was going to say hello, hello, hello to my friend, Michael Krusty. Michael Krusty of crusty media and the miserable ah, failure podcast yeah. so miserable you, failure if you don't if you don't <laughs> if you don't know uh michael crusty just the more or less edited and put together a whole video with tony hawk singing for the mikey and his uke thing so michael crusty may be on the bigger and better thing next thing you know he's going to be out there directing something <laughs> that's a lot bigger than any than this yeah. episode oh, yeah. that's for damn sure Hopefully. so we're gonna play a bunch of songs this is another kind of musical mashup with mr michael crusty we're gonna play five songs each by bands we love bands we maybe think people should hear the music of that type of thing but before we do that let's have a few words from one of this episode's sponsors midwife made naturals that is uh, very appropriate for a music episode for some reason. Anyway, here's Midwife Made Naturals. Please stay tuned. 
Midwife Made Naturals offers a full line of products designed to support all stages of womanhood. From the beginning of womanhood to menopause, Midwife Made Naturals provides natural supplements and homeopathic remedies to help you be your healthiest, be your most natural, be your most balanced, and be your most powerful self. Midwife Made Naturals products are designed to balance and empower you through every step of womanhood. Help with regulating your menstrual cycle, help with fertility and your ability to conceive, helping optimize your pregnancy and birth, helping with your postpartum needs, breastfeeding, menopause, Midwife Made Naturals is here for you and here to help. Made in the USA with all natural ingredients, Midwife Made Naturals products are preservative and gluten-free, have no artificial coloring, and are non-GMO. For more information on Midwife Made Naturals products, simply visit midwifemadenaturals.com. There you'll find a full line of homeopathic and natural supplements, all designed with the goal of helping you on your journey through womanhood. Please visit midwifemadenaturals.com today. Welcome back. Thank you, Midwife Made Naturals, for your kind words about your kind products. Michael Krusty, you have the very first song of this episode. It's by a band called Doghouse yes. Rose, and the name of the song yes. is Last Time. So, Tell me about um, Doghouse Rose. I think I think maybe the first Krusty's Corner I did, I played this song on Krusty's Corner in in like the underneath my talking. I, I could be completely wrong. I don't know. I know I'm I'm drunk ah. and I'm high right now. Whatever. Um, I'm not really. But uh, this yeah this uh this is a band called Doghouse Rose. They're on Stomp Records, and for a brief period. I was in this band and um, I wrote and recorded the album with them. So, and this song specifically was the second single on the album. It's called last time. And it's actually a song that I wrote with the singer of the band, Sarah. Um, I distinctly remember writing this song because I was in uh, Valerie's basement, my partner's basement one day, and we were cleaning, we were cleaning up, areas of the basement it was the where uh black cat attack used to jam and uh and we're moving things and all of a sudden i i see this case and i'm like hey there's a gibson here like a just a random gibson guitar i'm like she's like oh that's probably dave's i look at like dave from some 41 dave so i i open it up and it's a it's a black beauty it's a gibson les paul custom like we're talking like a really super expensive guitar. I'm like, oh man, this I like. It's like one of my favorite guitars of all time. So I it, I pick it up and I start playing it, and within two minutes, I had that song written. It was just like inspiration. It just came out of me. Yeah, so it was cool. And then I showed it to the band. And usually, usually what I like to do is when I write a song, I'll I'll come up with melodies and stuff like that. But I won't come up with lyrics because I want the person who's singing it to like stand behind the lyrics. So I get them to write the lyrics. So that was the case for this song. And we ended up recording it. And this is the song Donghouse Rose last time off their latest album.
All right, that was Doghouse Rose. Last time was the song. Yeah, that, great. That's amazing. It, what was it that you did? A major to minor at the end of the yeah. kind of the chorus, the, right there. Yeah, at the end of the chorus, you go from a major to a minor. It's like my favorite thing to do. It's very much a Beatles yes. thing to do. Yeah, and even like a uh, yeah. kind of like some fifties rock and roll it. songs do that do that yeah. a lot too. Yeah, I love it. Mm. I love it. Every time I hear that, it yeah. makes me think of something that I like a lot. And of course I'm brain dead and I can't remember, but anyway, I love it. That's cool. That's cool. cool. All right. Yes. Very good. Great start to the episode. I do believe. Well, speaking of great start, now we have one of my, it's one of my songs now and it's the bull weevils from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Four of the most upstanding people in punk rock today. One is doc who is, a fantastic person. He's a doctor. He's actually, they call him doc because he's an actual ER doctor, Daryl Wilson. Wow. Then you have the two Pete's. There's a Pete that plays bass and the Pete who plays bass. You might be interested to know was in naked Ray gun for a while when they, when they reunited. So have you ever heard of the bomb? He was also in the bomb. The bomb is like uh, the singer from naked Ray guns band. He did kind of after naked Ray gun It's really great. You should check it out. Maybe we'll end up playing a bomb song on one of these episodes. Um, yeah, Bull Weevil and then Can on Guitar. Bull Weevils are one of my favorite bands. They are the nicest dudes in the entire world. And they actually played Riot Fest this weekend in Chicago. So, all right, well, let's hear. This is actually a brand new song from the Bull Weevils. They just finished recording for a new full length. And they kind of released this song as a little bit of a teaser, more or less a single for their upcoming full length. The name of the song is Liniment and Tonic, and it's in reference to they're all old as shit. And every time they play music, they get kind of fucked up and get hurt. Doc, especially, will do an injury <laughs> report after every show they play because he sings and all he does is sing, you know, but he jumps all over and he like will sprain his ankle and he'll do a whole thing where he's like the slight contusion of the, the you know, the upper arc, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I have That's no idea what roll. he just said, but. More power to him for keeping going. Here is the Bull Weevils <laughs> with a brand new song.
And that was the Bull Weevils with a brand new song here on the Bobcast World Premiere. Actually, it's not any kind of world premiere whatsoever. <laughs> it's it, not. Uh, no, it's not in any way, shape, you had me or going. form. You had me going. I actually have. Uh, I do have one song that I'm going to play that absolutely is. Well, it's not really a world premiere, but it's more this band that I'm going to play near the very end. It's a live song that they recorded recently. A brand new band with a person that I've loved like all of his other previous bands. So that one is kind of a world premiere all the songs that I'm playing except for one are like brand new songs too. So I'm trying to bring, you know, the cheese to the ham and cheese sandwich. That is this, this episode, <laughs> I think if that's the right way to put it, I don't know. Uh, Something like that. So anyway, okay. All right. <laughs> so, I, I thought we were making spaghetti, but it's cool. Okay. Well then I brought the marinara or the Parmesan oh, cheese. Maybe I don't know. Whatever, whatever. whatever yeah. Bring, bring everything. I'm not bringing <laughs> I'm not bringing anything edible. All right. Michael's next song is by a band called Hang Time. And the name yes. of the song is Too Many Days. Tell me about uh, Hang Time. Here. Too Many Days by Hang Time uh, from their album Invasion. Um, Hang Time, I've worked a lot with them. Um, I've done a whole bunch of their videos. I did a documentary of them in the studio recording the album, including this song. They're very good friends of mine. They're from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I would consider them Ramones core. Ooh, love it. Very, you know, straightforward, like, you know, pop songs, really, really catchy pop songs. Um, they've been the the two two main guys. Well, they're all the guys are mean, but the two main guys that have been uh they've been like best friends for like thirty years playing music. They've been in bands since I think since like eighty nine they met and wow. they've been in bands for thirty years. So it's just like they they just know what the other person's thinking and they just write they just bang out these awesome tunes with with great melodies. Um yeah, definitely check them out. They're uh yeah, they're a little bit older, uh, which doesn't bother me. I don't know if it bothers you. We're talking not. to a guy who's been in a band for almost thirty years too. So yeah, you know, yeah, I exactly. mean it's like so, so I get it. I mean they I think at this point we could all say maybe we're just all kind of stupid that are this old and still doing it in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I don't yeah. want to insult maybe. hang time by saying that I shouldn't say that I'm speaking only <laughs> for myself. Okay. Hang yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially I'm if... pretty stupid too. So it's cool. Okay. <laughs> How long have you been playing? We'll take a side, a side track. How long have you been playing music? How many years? Like 20 something, right? More than that. Um, if you really, if you really want to get into it, I got my first guitar when I was three. I thought I was Elvis Presley, and I started playing it and bashing it, and I broke it. And then my dad returned it to wherever, and I didn't get a new one. I started taking piano lessons when I was five years old. Wow! I started, I started playing drums when I was eleven years old. I started playing guitar when I was twelve years old, and I'm forty-one now. So whatever that math is, wow. it's like a lot. About 30, yeah, yeah. 34, 45 years. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. I can, yeah. And I, I worked at a music store for 10 years. And, and when there was no customers in the store, I would literally pick up an instrument and play. So I can play like almost every instrument. Um, mind you, not very well, but I can right. play every instrument. You can get by. You can do your thing. Okay. Yes. Well, yes. cool. I can fake it till I make it, baby. There you go. All right. Well, let's hear, uh, <laughs> on that note, let's hear hang time. Here we go. Oh, 
was hang time holy shit that was yeah. great that was really yeah. and really catchy i love that yeah you mentioned uh the descendants and i know that they're huge fans of them too which you can definitely hear in their music a little bit sure. yeah 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 i think so yeah. that same kind of sentiment with like a little bit of the yeah yeah i don't know what it was there was some part where that i heard that i was like oh that's so descendants in some ways but maybe more of a true, of uh, honor to you know instead of an exact replica so yeah yeah we we're just talking to about all these there's so many bands from toronto like it's insane how many great bands are from toronto ontario canada uh, is toronto canada's biggest city is that the biggest city in canada yeah yeah it has the biggest population it does yeah. that's what i figured it had to yeah 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 there's something in the water yeah. in toronto or maybe it's yeah all the bands yeah all the bands today i have are from toronto that's crazy wow i it's like honestly i've never met a Canadian band that I dislike. I don't think I can name you a whole bunch of their shit. If you want. <laughs> I'm not gonna, we're not here to off talk. air. I'll do it off air. <laughs> okay. Off air. Oh, man, there's a, actually, there's uh, like, I didn't play. I didn't bring, I'm going to hype this band because I, I'm just so like obsessed with this band right now. I didn't bring their music because uh, the album isn't out yet. They've recorded a second album. This band's called Lime Ricky. Um, and they sent me the second album and oh my god it is so good it's not coming out till january so when it comes out i'll definitely like play a song on this show but this band from toronto lime ricky they have one album out now called vodka but they're like kind of like uh no effects and lag wagon hmm. and they're so good they have a song coming out i can't even i don't know if it, i don't even know if i can say what it is but it, uh, maybe i can i don't know it's called anti-fascist anthem and it is it is so I can't stop listening to this song. It's so good. Wow. I'm so excited for people to hear this this new album. Lie, lying Ricky or Lime Ricky? What was it? Lime. Lime Ricky like the drink. Lime Ricky. Lime Ricky. Okay. What is there a drink called Lime Ricky? I've never heard of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just uh I'm vodka, soda wa water, whatever it's called, and like lime juice. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well we'll keep that. Yeah, I wrote that down. Good. Okay. Next up for me is a band from the Midwest. I, I think they're from Minnesota. I don't know a whole lot about this band. The band is Night Dangers, and the song is called Another Nightmare. Really good, really catchy, kind of melodic punk. They actually wrote to me and said, hey, we just have this, we have an EP coming out. 
if you want to play a song or if you want to talk to us at some point, whatever, blah, 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 uh, check it out. You know? And I go, okay, cool. And I don't get that that often, you know, maybe a couple times a month, people write to me and say, Hey, we're doing this. We're doing that. And this is one of those bands that I'm really glad they did, you know? So yeah, they're really good. I think really, and they've been around since like 2015 and I haven't really heard much from them, but I see, I went on their band camp page and I see mm-hmm. flyers of all these shows they played. And I'm like, Holy shit. Those are all those people are my friends. Oh, I know all those people. Oh my oh, God. Wow. That band's great. Like, I'm like, wow, why have I never heard of you guys before? But anyways, I like the name too. I, like, I do I really too. Like it's a name. great name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect name. All right, here we go. Night Dangers. And the song is Another Nightmare. Night Dangers, the song, Another Nightmare. Yeah. What do you think of that? That was great. Wait, I love that song. They have the Dirty Neil feel to it. That's the what you're saying. From Toronto, yeah. Dirty Neil. Yeah. I like Dirty I like Neil it. a lot, too. So that is an endorsement by Michael Krusty for Yeah, I always love I, I love when um, when bands are recording stuff on with, like, electric dirty guitars, and then yeah. they have that, like, acoustic in the background just to, like, make it shimmery. I always love that little... Uh, production thing it's it's a cool yeah, technique in some ways right yeah, it get, it yeah, really yeah. it like fills it makes a song feel of like dreamy in some ways i think yeah, you know yeah yeah so that's great dreamy for for a drummer that's a great way to put it you're right absolutely <laughs> oh michael crusty michael crusty <laughs> is uh he's got he's like not uh, stopping with the knives he's jabbing at me oh, here left and right yeah, it's almost halloween you know i gotta it is it is the halloween one and two are 
by far my I, I know we're going completely off topic but by far my favorite uh horror movies of all time is halloween and one and two it's like one movie to me it kind of is uh what do you think about here's where it gets controversial what do you think about halloween three i don't mind it it's i love okay. it it's my favorite yeah. out of the entire series okay. honestly i love okay. it i all love right. it all right i like yeah, the regular halloween series too it's the mm-hmm. new halloween the trailer looks pretty amazing i forget what I haven't it's seen called it. oh yeah you should it's look not the it rob zombie one is it uh no 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 okay. i don't know who directed it or did it but yeah we're doing a podcast here we're Shit. talking about music okay all right next up is a song for michael that michael chose for this episode the song is by a band called lawless sons title of the song yep. is mufasa mufasa tell me about yeah. lawless sons and mufasa okay so lawless sons they are how do i they're really good friends of mine um the mm. bass player in the band uh is also the bass player in my band no big deal okay the cool. singer and the guy who the guy who plays guitar and sings in Lawless Sons is the guy who was the singer in my other band, Guilty, G-L-T-Y. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I love then, Guilty. Then, yeah, yeah, I love Guilty. And then the drummer of the band I used to play hockey with, Andrew. Um, I've played with this band many times. Um, I go in and I, I'll jam with them. We have a Nirvana tribute band together. They are really good friends of mine. I I made the video for this song, and we actually won an award for the music video for this song. So if you have a chance and you want to check out this music video, just type in Lawless Sons Mufasa. It's a really cool video. I, I really enjoyed making it, and uh, I wanted to uh, you know represent Lawless Sons because I thought... Why not? Why not? Why not bring them to uh, the podcast with Abs- Bob? Yes, absolutely. Anytime we can spread the word heavier, for something they rad, have, that's what we're all about. Yeah, for they, sure, they, so. they're a bit. Uh, they're a bit of a heavier band. More. Um, I don't want to say kind of metalcore, but like uh, hardcore, maybe. Um, Every time I die, feel to it, oh, and it, it's okay. also yeah, it's produced by Scott Middleton from the Cancer Bats. The guitar player from the Cancer Bats is their producer. Let's listen to. Lawless Sons, the song Mufasa. Yeah. 
All right, Lawless Sons. That was yeah. rad. Then my question to Michael during the, uh, the little intermission while we we're listening there is if they were straight edge. And he said, no. And no. I said, you know, I used to like not be down with a straight edge thing, but now I'm like, I don't care. You know, in fact, it'd be better to go on tour with a straight edge band because they would never steal your beer. And Michael said, fuck yeah. And they can drive you everywhere too. So God, yeah. win, DDs win. every year, every night. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a winning <laughs> combination of awesome stuff. No, that band's great. I love it. I love that. Yeah. So I'll have to have, definitely have check that shit. video out too. So yeah, that, that's uh that song is a couple years old now that they have some, uh, some new shit they've they're working on and demoing and uh, it's going to be cool. Great. All right. We'll yeah. keep our eyes open for lawless sons for sure. All right. Now, 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 uh, up next, now, now, up next, up next, up next, <laughs> coming up next <laughs> on the, uh, I want to party with Bob Bobcast <laughs> is the band sad girls club. One of my favorite bands of all time. Really great band. Most of the band lives in San Diego. There's that's kind of a weird split when it's a three piece. Two of them live in San Diego. One lives in Los Angeles. They're originally from Sacramento, California, literally the armpit of California. I love this band. This is a brand new Sanf- song. And, uh, sorry, I wanted to cut you off. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Deftones are from Sacramento. I, oh, I no, no, no. Uh, Deftones are from Riverside. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Which might where the hell's Riverside? It's uh, that's about an hour and a half north of me and San Diego in general. Okay. It's about an hour and a half north of San Diego, and it's also okay. if if Sacramento is the armpit of California, Riverside is like the taint. It's the fucking <laughs> nastiest place. There's rad people there, incredible people. Yeah. It's like Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, incredible people, <laughs> incredible bands. Uh, kind of a shithole place. They they call that whole area yeah. in California the Inland Empire, and it is filled <clears throat> okay. with rednecks and like shitty white power. Well, not really white power people so much anymore, but it's a rednecky. It goes for Trump every every all those elections they all uh, voted for Trump, you know. That's but sad. they're rad people yeah. from Riverside. It, isn't that your isn't Trump your president? No, is it? No, he got <laughs> fun, he got kidding. fired, bro. I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> it. You know, like The Apprentice. Hey, you you fired, oh. you fired, or how, however that fuck. Bob just turned did, really like, red what did when you I said say? that. <laughs> like, triggered, triggered hard. No, I'm only kidding. No, no, know, no. you do have to unfortunately yeah. keep up with fuck Trump. Hey, thank fuck you. Trump. Yes, yeah. Michael does right. unfortunately have to keep up with the meth heads downstairs when it concerning the United States and our politics. So, yes. um, okay. Well, before we dig any deeper, these holes any deeper, let's listen to a brand new song by Sad Girls Club. And it is called, I Think I'm Ready. Here we go. I think I'm ready. Think I'm ready to
Okay, there was Sad Girls Club with the song I Think I'm Ready. Pretty much a brand new song off of a forthcoming EP that Sad Girls Club recently recorded and should be released very soon, I think. Soonish. Soonish. We'll I don't want to put any any deadlines yeah. or pressures on the band. That's for sure. So yeah. <laughs> Sad Girls Club is definitely one of those bands I always think it's worth waiting for. You know, like I, I can't when they say, oh, we've got new stuff coming. It's like, oh, great. Because they they write great songs and they're a great band and great people. Yeah, so. I liked it. I liked it it's, a lot. I it's did. catchy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's yeah. let's move on to these these assholes. I mean, this band. Um, no big deal. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, bunch of assholes. <laughs> no, no big deal from Scas- Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Um, wait, <laughs> are you from? No, oh, uh, from Nova Scotia, a trailer park in Nova Scotia, I believe is the origin. Oh no, that's a uh, trailer park boys. <laughs> Anyways. Um, oh shit. Where, where were, where were the people? What was that? What's that one show you told me to watch the Canadian letter? Yes. And I did. I watched the first like five episodes and it's pretty great. Oh, he didn't come. Oh, he didn't fucking say that. Did he? You know, that's a pretty good show. It's a pretty fun <laughs> super soft birthday party. Super soft birthday. No, I watched the whole <laughs> yeah. first season. Actually, I actually, I really okay, like yeah. that show. Yeah. So oh, it's, it's no show. corner gas, but I couldn't figure out a good place to insult you with where are you from. No, this is no big deal. The song's called a million things. Michael Cressy is in this band and this band is absolutely great. So Michael, I'm, yeah. you've got a few things to say woo, about woo, this band. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, yeah, so No Big Deal is the band I am in. I am the lead guitar player. Um, this is a song that uh, I brought to the band a couple years ago now, and we uh, put it together and we recorded it. Uh, I don't even remember. I think it was 2000, early 2019. <laughs> and uh, we kind of sat on it for a while. We didn't really know what to do with it because we just kind of did a one-off we recorded it actually um, in Hamilton, Ontario, at a place called Catherine North. That is, it's a studio now, and it used to be a church. the The legend goes that Tragically Hip recorded something there, as well as um, the band uh, Alexis on Fire. Oh, I don't know if you know yeah, I do. Know, I know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm mentioning Canadian bands here. Like any of your listeners are going to know what I'm talking about. But yeah, the song is uh, it's a cool song. Um, we play it live. Uh, every time we play live and it's always a hit people it's really really catchy when you hear it you're gonna you're you're gonna keep you're gonna sing it in your head for the rest of the night because it's it's a super catchy song we released it during the pandemic we did uh, a cartoon video for it oh i never and, saw uh, it okay yeah. i'll have to look that up all right yeah Here. it's it's probably my favorite song by the band really okay yeah. all right yeah. well let's take a listen here's no big deal with a million things yeah yeah yeah
Okay, well, that was no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> With the song A Million Things. A very catchy little number that our good friend Michael Krusty has a lot to yeah. do with. So he was talking about how they recorded the song and they recorded it in an old church. And do you want to tell him about the drum thing? Well, like it's just like the drums we recorded in all, all of us in the same room. The drums were then like the, the kick and the snare were replaced afterwards with like triggers, which just like, I understand it from like a technical point of view where you need to do that because it, it's it wasn't like whatever it wasn't consistent drumming but like i always prefer like real drums on recording but it is it is it what is. it is no song still sounds great so yeah that's fine no i love that song i yeah. do that is a very yeah that stupid goddamn thing at the beginning yeah 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 no like oh yeah <laughs> it's gonna be in my head all night at yeah. least so that's good because yeah. you know what's stuck in my head right now and has been all day is one of the super mario brothers theme songs because my kid was playing it earlier and it, oh, that shit always oh, gets jealous. stuck in my head i love that song i love those those games actually i should mention one more thing about that song um it was the producer of the song uh actually gave the stems to the bass player of the band who was in lola sons as well and he ended up mixing the song and he did i think he did a fantastic job uh mixing the song it was like one of the first songs he's ever mixed in his life wow so that's great job yeah 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 yeah. absolutely no the sound is (laughs) insane yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. no i mean yeah yeah yeah. no um (laughs) no no (laughs) okay we're gonna take a break for a minute for a few words from our dear friends at pomps not dead pomade and he is doing right now and I will mention this in the ad coming up, donating some money to Roger Moret of the band Agnostic Front, who is unfortunately stricken with some type of cancer right now. So here's a few words from Pops Not Dead and how you can help him help Roger get through a rough spot. Stay tuned. It doesn't matter where you're from. This music for all of us. Pomp's Not Dead Pomade is handmade in small batches to ensure the highest quality and the pomades of Pomp's Not Dead bring slick hair to an otherwise rough and gritty world. But instead of simply singing the praises of Pomp's Not Dead, I wanted to tell you about something that Edwin, the founder of Pomp's Not Dead, is doing to help out someone who is in need. Roger Moret of Agnostic Front was diagnosed with cancer earlier this year in 2021. Pomp's Not Dead has this to say about Roger's situation. As you all know, Pomp's Not Dead pomade started because of punk rock and hardcore. The core value is to stay WAPO, listen to punk rock, include everyone, have fun, and help those in need. We found out that one of our heroes is in need of help. This is a no-brainer. We have to do something to help. And that was a direct quote from Edwin of Pomp's Not Dead. So Edwin formulated a medium blend oil-based pomade with a leather scent, and all of the proceeds from that pomade will go directly to Roger Moret and his family. This pomade is called Something's Gotta Slick, and you can buy this awesome pomade and help someone in need by visiting etsy.com slash shop slash Pomp's Not Dead Pomade. Please visit the Etsy shop of Pomp's Not Dead Pomade today for the finest in hair care products and also to help out a member of our extended family in their time of need. Well, thank you, Pomp's Not Dead. We're back. 
And now it's my turn for a song. We've only got a few more songs left. And let me tell you about this band. Just a couple. More. Just a couple more. All right, tell me. Just a couple more. We're on song number eight right now. This band is called Parker. They're from Ireland. Don't ask me which Ireland, right? Because there's two. Isn't there Republic of Ireland? And then something else. You're either orange or you're green. I don't know. Which one is it? I don't know. I do. He told me the name of the singer from this band is Dylan. I don't know. One's like Republic Ireland's of awesome Ireland though. and one's like Northern Ireland or something, right? We're, 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 we're straying again. We're straying. Again. It's okay, cool. Stay on target. <laughs> I, um, I've spent a lot of time in an Irish pub. That's, okay, that's, okay. Well, yeah. This band is from some part of Ireland. They're called, they are called Parker and they come from the ashes of a band called gas hands, which came from the ashes of a band called lost Avenue, which every band that Dylan, the singer, guitarist, and the drummer's name is Michael, actually, another another person named Michael, who's an insanely Hello. good, insanely good drummer. Every band that they've been in have been amazing. So I found out he they have a new band. This is a live recording they did recently. They're just demoing songs, getting ready to do a full length, hopefully sometime within the next six months or so. The song is Ruin My Life. The band is Parker. Here we go. And it is a live recording, but it sounds amazing. Life for you. I'm never gonna do anything I want to 
Okay, so that was Parker, a brand new band that features Dylan and Michael from Lost Avenue and Gas Hands. Keep your eyes out for the Parker full-length record, hopefully coming out sometime in 2022. They are a force to be reckoned with. I think they are an amazing band. So Yeah. Okay, now, moving on to your next song, Nothing Serious is the band, and Blabbermouth is the song. Very fitting yeah, for a podcast, so blabbermouth. I think so. Very, <laughs> very fitting. Uh, uh, nothing serious is a band uh, from the Toronto area. They're from, um, I want to say Oshawa, which is just you know outside. It's a suburb of Toronto. They're from Toronto. <laughs> Either way, doesn't matter. Um, this song is called Blabbermouth. I uh, I made a music video for this song with them last year during the pandemic. I fell in love with the song uh, probably because I, you know, I was editing the video and I had to listen to it over and over again. But it is a very catchy song. Uh, it's very well recorded. Sounds great. And um, uh, they're good friends of mine. So I wanted to, uh, you know, represent them. They share, uh, they actually share a jam space with Black Hat Attack right now. Oh, very nice. Um, yeah. Black Hat Attack's yeah. back and, at uh, it too, right? They're, they're starting, they're writing oh, songs. Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool. I, I sat I sat in uh, on uh, on one of their jams the other day and they're sounding great. They have a show coming up, um, so yeah, nothing serious uh, from Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. They have a new EP out called "Welcome to the Basement, Ontario" with with three songs. Um, I don't have those songs, so I couldn't play one of those songs. So I was like, yeah, well, let's play Blabbermouth because I really love that song. Good. So okay. uh, yeah, nothing serious. Blabbermouth. Here we go.
All right, nothing serious. That's great. That kind of got that skate punk, skate punk. pop punk thing down yeah. pat. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, three piece band. Great band. Three piece band. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, of course. Three piece three piece band. Powerhouse yeah. of pa- bands. So. Powerhouse. Yeah. 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 And great guys. Great bunch of guys. Cool. So. Okay, that was Michael's last song. So we'll just kick him out of here and continue on by ourselves. All right. See you later. Okay, thank you. <laughs> see, see you next time. <laughs> bye bye. Okay, bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> All right. No, I'll stick around. Okay, thank I'll you. Good. Let's keep here. yes, please, please. Okay, our last I do have tacos waiting for me upstairs. Oh, you do? Okay, let's get you to your food. Uh <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just go, just go. <laughs> what do you have next for us, Bob? The next Bobarino. The next band is Riverboat Gamblers. Who I just had Mike Weeby on an episode talking all about UFOs and ghosts and paranormal stuff because he is kind of uh, very into that kind of thing. The mm-hmm. Gamblers are from Denton, Texas originally. Now they live in Austin. Great band, brand new seven inch. This song is off of one song is a Ramones cover, the other song is a Motorhead cover. You're going to hear the Ramones song, which is Bonzo Goes to Bitburg. And Ooh. I love this song. Yeah. It's like a four minute long song, but it's like, yeah. oh my God, it's perfect the whole way through. I love the gamblers. Let's listen to it and we'll come back, say a few words and let everybody go. Here we go. Pick up the 
Okay, last song of the episode was Riverboat Gamblers. Whoa. Bonzo. I love that tune. Bit I love Great that song. Right, yeah. great version of that song. Thank you, Riverboat Gamblers. Thanks mm-hmm. to all the bands and Michael Krusty, of course. Thanks to Robert. I mean, Bob. <laughs> well, um, thank you. Even my mom doesn't call me Robert. You know what my mom does call no. me, though? Do you want to guess? Dumbass. That, I mean, Asshole. beside the point. No, she doesn't curse. <laughs> no, she's, a good, she's a good Christian woman. Okay. Um, she's a good Samaritan. Think what you would call someone with my name when they were very young. I'll give you one guess. Bobby. Thank you. Yes, she calls me Bobby yeah. to the same. Oh, I'm calling Bobby? you Bobby from now on. <laughs> Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. That was not right. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, of te- Damn it, Bobby. speaking of Texas, we're going to go into a King of the Hills sag on our yeah. way out of this episode. Oh, so. boy. All right. Very good. <laughs> I don't want to have to record an outro, so I'm just going to say everything right now before we go. Thank you, Michael Krusty, so much. No, no, just don't even say thank you. Just say bye. <laughs> Is that how you end miserable no. failure episodes? Yeah, that, I'm a, that's why I'm a miserable failure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> thanks, thanks, you, thank you for having me. Of course, Michael. It. Always, you're always welcome here. Anytime, any day, any hour. Um, thanks to this episode sponsors, Midwife Made Naturals, and Pomps Not Dead. Remember, please help out. Pomps Not Dead. Help Roger Moret if possible, if you can. Please remember, subscribe, rate, and review the Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Do the Patreon thing. It costs your cheap ass a dollar a month to do it, and it will keep me from doing another stupid taco order for some asshole that's 10 miles away on DoorDash. So please join. I don't know if that's any kind of endorsement, but I'm trying. (laughs) It is. This episode is not sponsored by DoorDash. It is absolutely not, nor will it ever be. Fuck that. that. um, Patreon.com slash I Want to Party with Bob. Thanks again, Michael Krusty. And thank you for listening to the I Want to Party with Bob. Bob. Woo!